Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Carol Jones, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Crystal. All right, you have joined us before, but not to talk about the things we are talking about today. And as we do with all of our guests, I would like for you to share your AOPI story. Okay, well, that's easy because um, no one in my family was um, a member of fraternity or sorority before I went through recruitment. Um, and I joined um, AOPI at the University of Alabama, Alpha Delta chapter, um, not really knowing much about um, sorority life but knowing that I wanted to be in a sorority um, just because my friends in high school all were, have, had decided to go through rush back then, recruitment now. Um, and so I lived in Tutwiler at the University of Alabama. And of course that is where everybody that was going through recruitment lived as a freshman. And um, my AOPI story started with um, joining AOPI at University of Alabama and um, becoming active, you know, as a, back then we had pledge class officers. Um, I served as the philanthropy um, chairman for my quote, new member class, pledge class then. And we had our own fundraiser for arthritis research back then. So served there and then um, immediately after initiation, served again serving as um a leader on leaders council and then served as chapter president so i don't think i knew all of these things about you carol yeah that's so, yeah like you I didn't don't waste any time at all jumping in with no TV. i did not no and i really ran for cha- for uh pledge class president and i didn't get it it really made me mad but <laughs> get to be president. <laughs> so I did get elected chapter president. So that was good. That, I was happy about that. Um, and then after um, graduation, we, uh, I married my husband, Buddy, who we dated through college, moved back to Madison, Alabama, and immediately joined the alumni chapter. Back then, all the older members were ready to turn the reins over to the younger members. So was an officer. I can't really remember what officer I was in the alum chapter, but then became alumni president and then joined the regional team. So the old, um, in the old structure, which is now the network. And then I was appointed by the executive board, international rush chairman. At that point, um, I was over all the, uh, regional rush officers. So every region in the, in the United States and Canada had a RRO or a regional rush, rush officer. And then um, I was appointed to the executive board as executive board director of programming when um, an executive board member resigned and then was elected at the next convention to that position and then was elected international president. So what years did you serve as international president? 
So I served um, 1999 to 2003. And of course, for those of us who know you, that is not where your service ended. Well, in 2003, I then became the NPC delegate for ALPI. And at that point, ALPI, even though it was like 20 years away, was thinking about um, our time in rotation for the National Carolina Conference. And I was asked at that point, would I consider becoming NPC delegate with the thought that I would then serve on the NPC executive committee and then NPC chairman, even though it was 20 years away. So served my time in NPC um, during, I guess, I, I, I can't really remember how many years, I guess 2003 till whenever, uh, it's like 20 years, um, before I became <laughs> <laughs> vice chairman of the of NPC, the conference. And then, of course, the structure changed within NPC, served as chairman, and then through a rotation, and then um, a second term as chairman being elected. So because for people who don't realize, back Mm -hmm. before the structure change, everyone was in a rotation pattern that was already set. So we knew in 2003, for instance, when AOPI was going to serve as president of NPC, you as president of NPC on behalf of AOPI, but then they shifted structures much like we did and it became an elected process. And then you were elected as the first, I guess you were, yes, well, yeah. And then you were elected as the first president under the new structure and you served for an additional two years, correct? Yeah, so served four years as chairman. Really it was a transitional time in NPC, just as any other organization goes through a structure change when you move to policy governance. So, you know, two, my first two years as chairman, we worked through the process of deciding whether or not we were going to move to policy governance with staff being more involved and hands-on. And then the two years after I was elected, really making sure that we stayed in the process and um, were committed to um, policy governance. Absolutely. So So our friends and sisters back in the late 2007, 8, 9, 10-ish, 11-ish would completely sympathize and empathize with you in that because that's when we shifted to policy governance as an organization. So they're all nodding their heads right now as they listen. So Carol, you have had an extensive history in AOPI. Tell me a highlight of your collegiate experience. Um, Well, I think serving as chapter president and traveling to New Orleans to represent my chapter at International Convention um, really was an eye-opening experience. It was the first time I was outside my AOPI bubble at the University of Alabama. I learned so much, I couldn't believe how many ALPIs you know, surrounded you when you walk into that first, or even when you just walk into the hotel um, for a convention, how many other ALPIs there are around you. I learned so much, including that my chapter had a lot of work to do. We weren't very good at submitting reports and I, I'll never forget being called into a quote meeting with my regional officers and them show, showing me all the reports that we had not never submitted. And I'm like, okay, I need to know that we had these things to submit. So, so that became a goal for Leaders Council in the fall when um, we started back at school. 
but it was amazing to be amidst um, hundreds of ALPIs and learning from each other. So that's probably the highlight of my collegiate experience. What about as an alumna? Well, I had to think about that, but I think being installed as international president, convention was in Disney World, and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast escorted the new executive board as we were introduced during Rose Banquet. My daughter, Laura, was in the audience, and she was probably around eight or 10, eight, nine or 10. And to see her reaction was priceless. She could not believe that we were being escorted by the Beast. But my four years as international president will always be a highlight of my AirPi experience, especially my travels to collegiate chapters. Did a lot of that, in, um, including installations um, and spending time with our youngest members is the highlight was the highlight of those travels that's amazing so as you know we are in the middle of a highlight of the current biennium which is the archives campaign in support of the new museum you are of course um, a large part of why we are able to do this not only have you given and supported the campaign financially but you have also been a part of the committee to ask others to do so what inspired you to support this campaign? Well, we built our beautiful headquarters when I served as international president, and that probably was another highlight as well as the dedication of the new headquarters building. And when we did, when we did that, when we were planning and then building, um, we were intentional about showcasing our archives at that time. Um, and really we're very proud of how we were able to do that and very proud of our museum. But now 25 years later, I knew it was time to expand and modernize. We, were, we kind of fell behind the eight ball and preserve AOPI's history for our members and guests to enjoy. So the archives were important when we built headquarters and it's remained that way 25 years later. So Carol, what do you think will be your favorite part of the new museum? Well, looking at the plans and listening to everything, I think the museum parlor where Stella's trunk will be featured, um, along with the four displays showcasing each one of our founders. I think that's going to be my favorite part. I just think what a wonderful tribute to those four women founded our organization. Um, I think it's going to be priceless to be able to um, hear about their lives and um, see the things that are in our museum that reflect who they are. So as you just mentioned, through this museum, we are preserving our history, but also preparing for the future. Carol, what is one piece of advice you would offer young AOPIs who are just beginning their AOPI experience? I always think about that we can't take for granted what AOPI has to offer us. Leadership opportunities, academic advancement, philanthropy, service opportunities, and of course, lifelong friendship, um, to really take advantage of that as a collegiate, but then make sure that you pursue all of that as an alum, because you are an alum longer than you are a collegian. So giving back to AOPI, what AOPI gave you um, during your collegiate years is really important. So as I share with all of my guests this season, the 73 questions was a huge hit. And while we are talking about all other things, we are going to do an abridged version of that. And we're gonna do just a fun facts, 20 questions. 
Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Always tea. Iced tea or hot tea. Milk chocolate or dark? Dark chocolate. Your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday is the week of Thanksgiving. Oh, you took you the whole week. A whole week because <laughs> especially when you're not playing Auburn in Auburn. <laughs> Or actually, when you are playing Auburn in Auburn, when you're playing Auburn in Tuscaloosa, then my week gets ruined by having to go to Tuscaloosa. But I love the <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I love that week. Nothing's going on. And then that weekend is when we decorate for Christmas. So it's Thanksgiving week. That's amazing. <laughs> shoes or purses? Uh, shoes. Sunrise or sunset? I hate mornings but I do like the sunrise. So I would say sunset because I am a night person. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite season. And that would be fall with the fall colors. And if it's not, and if it stays crisp and cool and not hot. Yes. Your favorite flavor of ice cream. And chocolate chip. What is something you notice about someone when you first meet them? Whether or not they are a listener or a talker. Cats <laughs> or dogs? Uh, dogs. What is your biggest pet peeve? Okay, well, my husband knows this one. When people can't put their phones down during a meal. Yes. He is doing his work. He's still doing work when we're eating every night, and it just aggravates <laughs> me. <laughs> a shout out to Buddy there. <laughs> Your favorite board game? Okay, well, I don't love games, but my favorite board game now is Candyland because that is Sadie's, my granddaughter's favorite board game. And boy, does she get mad when she doesn't win. <laughs> not unlike her grandmother. <laughs> I am not competitive like that with board games, so it's fine. Says the woman who was like, I'm still mad I wasn't elected as the pledge class president. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your but, first yeah. job? My first job was um, as a lifeguard at the community pool. Do you like surprises? Uh, depends whether it's a good or a bad one. <laughs> That's fair. What is yeah. one song you know all the words to? Okay, well, so my husband says I make up words to songs all the time and because I think I know the words, which I really don't. <laughs> so I really only know the words to pie songs. <laughs> Do you like your handwriting? I hate my handwriting and it gets worse every day. <laughs> and that's from sitting at the computer, I think. Now that we are entering the last year of this biennium and all roads lead to convention, where was your first AOPI convention? It was in New Orleans in 1983. What is one thing you cannot travel without? Oh, this is a pet peeve of my husband's. It's my computer and it makes my carry-on very heavy, but I cannot stand not being able to delete emails every day. <laughs> so you are a zero inbox kind of person. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Same. Yep. Window or aisle seat? Aisle because I do not want to have to crawl over people to be able to get up when I want to get up. Your favorite of our brand colors? Confident Coral. At least right now, maybe that'll change in two years or so. 
And last but not least, what is your favorite convention tradition? I have to say it's Rose Banquet um, because of the beauty of the evening and the award celebrations that um, is so special after the end of a fun and rewarding week. Absolutely. Carol, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today. And as always, for everyone out there listening, thank you. Until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm-hmm.